Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, time to do your greatest hits. We'll talk about that in a minute. All right. Now, if you've been, I'm going to speak to the, you know, everybody, but usually to the newbies, but some some GMs who've had a few games under their belt. Okay. Now, okay, you've been doing this a while. You've got stuff. You've used stuff. You've used modules. You've come up with your own stuff. Use it. And what I mean is reuse it. We're talking about recycling here. Only a specific kind of recycling. Now, first of all, I don't think that GM should ever throw anything away, even if they don't use it. And especially if you have used it in the past, hang on to it. Because there's going to be a day there's going to be a day when somebody wants you to run a game and you ain't got much prep time or you haven't, or worse yet, you have no idea. Say you have a week to get it, to get it together and you just nothing, nothing comes up. Well, it's time to pull out the GM's greatest hits. And what I mean is go over all of the things that you have used and written for your campaign or campaigns does not have to be the current campaign and find out what works and take it, put it together, come up with a story around it and just do it. Just that's your adventure right there. There's nothing wrong with reusing stuff. I've done it before. It's it's very easy to do. That's why you have that's why I have back pocket what I call back pocket dungeons or back pocket adventures. Because this is stuff that is tried and true and I know it works. Now it may not work with every group, but if that's the case and you're running it for more than say a one shot, you can actually tweak it. Tweak it to their their sensibilities. Um, this also comes with with the idea of knowing your group. Now, if it's a new group, okay, fine. You can still do the greatest hits thing. It's just that you just got to be a little more wary of what it's all about. And I just dropped something on the floor. Oh, well. But you've got, you've got to be aware of the people coming into your game. It's like, this is why... This is one of the critical things for session zero is what do you, I mean, I basically you tell the players, I want to run this kind of game. Who's with me? And if there are people not with you, I, I'll say, okay, I'm not going to give up on me. I'm not going to tell them, okay, fine. You don't want to play. But what I'm going to do is say, okay, what do you want to see in a game? And nine times out of 10, they'll tell you. And use that to tweak your game, tweak your, to tweak whatever you have. You got to do it anyway. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I will run the same scenario more than one time, 
but I'm not going to run it the same way every time. And what I mean is, what I mean is if something, if I reflect back or look through my notes or something like that of the last time I ran this, I will think, okay, what worked and what didn't? And I will take the stuff that worked and tweak the stuff that didn't. I mean, it could be a very simple thing. It could be a very simple thing. Like, I didn't have enough encounters in here, enough monsters. Maybe I should put more monsters in here. Or maybe I had too many and take some out. Or maybe I should change, swap monsters out. Um, I've taken the uh, Rapanathuk uh, Mouth of Doom scenario before and changed it up into, and I placed it in a, I placed it in a far away, like up north in the mountains, cold mountains area, frosted mountains. And I called it the mouth of icy doom. And I replaced monsters that would ordinarily be in that area, in that, in that kind of environment. So they, it, and it turned out well. It, it worked. So, like I said, this goes for published stuff too. I mean, nobody, nobody ever, nobody ever, as far as I'm concerned, nobody ever runs a module straight. They always do their own. Everybody has to do something of their own in there. I mean, when I was running Hyperborea, uh, the first scenario we did, which was the ghost ship of the desert dunes, um, I added an encounter in there that was not in the that was not in the in the uh, the module, and it worked out. And I kept it. I every time I run it now, I keep that encounter because it's fun. And so this is the way you do stuff. You've got all these pieces. You're almost akin to a mechanic or a, an inventor. You've got all these wonderful little pieces. Let's see how I can put it together. Okay, that worked for this group. Okay, let's change it around here. Okay, blah, 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 boom. Let's do it for this group. Oh, they loved it. Let's change it around again. Let's do it for this other group. Oh, they didn't, they, they wasn't too crazy about it. All right, how can I change it to make it work for group this group again or another, uh, the next group? That kind of thing. You're playing with puzzle pieces. You're playing with parts. Have you ever, have, I don't know if you've ever made, uh, models, you know, like car models or plane models or things like that, or even minis. Better yet, we're 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 gamers, so I'll talk about minis. Have you ever kit bashed something where you go, okay, I've got this ogre, but I like the head on this other monster better, so I'm going to replace his head and use some, you know, milliput or whatever you're going to use the epoxy putty to make it, and it works. This is what I'm talking about. It's it's just something that that you take and you you rebuild it. A you, all of a sudden you're Dr. Frankenstein of gaming. So <laughs> which is not a bad thing. What let me let me just say right now, it's not a bad thing. But this is what I'm talking about. You can do your greatest hits. It's okay. And, you know, every once in a while, you got to come up with something new. And when you change something that you already have, that makes it new. And that's something else you can add. And you look at it and you go, okay, I can take that and put it in this scenario 
here that's totally different. All I have to do is change a few things. Okay, it works. Kind of keep the basic concept of these things alive. That's the whole idea. Um, this is why I see, even though I have my own outlook on dungeons, like why are dungeons here? And I come up with good justifications. This is why I find value in mega dungeons. I'm constantly, you know, looking at a mega dungeon. And if I need a dungeon, I, I pull off a Rephanathuk or a Gunderholfen or a Barrow Maze or something like that, or even a an Undermountain, and look at it, and it's like, okay, this section works. I'm going to take this section out and put it over here and tweak it to fit it into my campaign world to to change the names, change the motivations, things like that. You know, the the tri the trivial stuff, the 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 cosmetic stuff. But it works the same. Like I said, it's the it's the concept that counts. I mean, I as much as I don't care for Grimtooth's traps, they do have a use. They they do uh, because I just I used to, I've had, I a long time ago I had a couple of the Grimtooth's traps books and after I finished reading them, and it's like, that's a little too much. That's, I mean, you know, these are for killer G GMs, and I'm not a killer GM. Although I would like to give my players a run for their money, trap-wise. So I look at those and go, okay, maybe I can pull this one back a little. Maybe I can use this one as is in a certain area, and things like that. Once again, parts. Parts, parts is parts, and you're using them to make your scenarios, if you know what I mean. So I'm just going to say, go ahead and, you know, have that. Do your greatest hits. I'd love to play in it sometime if you ever did that. And I think I have a couple of times. I'm not sure from some people. Anyway, but anyway, uh, go down and do likewise. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you for single donations. My Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people. They give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Soares, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much, guys. It really helps the show. For more for more podcasts, there is Dan Griggs, the Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, next time I see you folks, until I see you folks next time, <laughs> somewhere, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>